going on everyone this is a popcorn heroes review of raya and the last dragon mm-hmm. on disney plus but also the movie theaters yeah yep 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 but the wait pre- disney plus pre- for premiere access premiere Don't access forget. yep yep that's right the if, the if you want it um, yeah if you want the quote-unquote free version of disney plus you gotta wait till the summer yeah exactly so yes ryan the last dragon i am armando with me today is pedro what is up hello hello shilling 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 shilling. all right ladies and gents uh today we're talking about as i mentioned before ryan the last dragon a uh premiere access disney plus movie which for some reason people thought it was an upgraded version of disney plus and i was like nah it's just that happened (laughs) Yeah, it's just a fucking uh, 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 a fee you have to uh, unlock a movie. It, it it's an on demand on top of the streaming. Yeah, mm-hmm. which is if people still think about it in that fashion, <clears throat> there's something fucking up with the marketing. It, was, it isn't marketed well. No, not at all. We understood it, but we read about it because when they did it for Mulan, I was a little confused as well. And then I was like, oh, okay, I see what you're doing. So yeah, I knew. But I had to look it up. It wasn't Disney telling me. You know? Yeah. I had to do the extra research. And people are lazy. They ain't going to do that. So, exactly. yeah. Shitty marketing. Yeah. For sure. And I think that's the reason why this keeps failing. Because they just they don't market it well enough for people to understand what the fuck Premiere Access is. Agreed. Um, and also, this is it's the highly Wii expensive. of streaming. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I think they need to drop it down five or ten bucks more, dude. And... I think what they it should is. do with the Premier Access, because clearly it's bo- it bombed. What they need to do with the Premier Access is, one, either drop it down to 25 or 20 bucks and make it the 48-hour window on their own platform. Like, you just, you're just you unlocking think, it for 48 hours. Yeah, I, I think the reason why they make it 30 is because they figure people live with someone else, so they're trying to split it into movie tickets. For sure definitely that that is definitely the case um but i feel like if you give people a window to watch it and if they really enjoyed it they're gonna watch it again they'll just unlock it again you know and they'll pay mm. those extra 20 bucks to watch it again that's what they that's what uh all these other people do universal does that shit you know when it when it goes on on demand you're renting that shit out for 20 dollars and it's only 48 dollars so if you mm. really want to watch it again you have to rent it again yeah you know, or you can just wait for the free version or go watch it in movie theaters, which is also released on movie theaters. <clears throat> the fact that you spend $30 is a lot, but the fact that you can keep it all the way until the free, version. you know, when it comes out for free, which is six months. Now, if you get it, if it's been five months and you decide to pay for it, you're an idiot and it's not worth it because oh, all yeah, you got to do is wait one more month. Yeah. But if you're watching it day of, you know, day that it releases, I think the $30 is worth it, depending on the movie, obviously. But I think the idea makes sense to me in the beginning. But after yeah. a while, it doesn't. No, absolutely. Um, and you could still go see it in theaters. So, yeah, you know, yeah, definitely. If you wanted that option, it's out there for you. Uh, but enough of that conversation. Pedro. That's right. Hit us with the premise. Yes. So, this movie is called Ryan the Last Dragon, and it is the latest 
Disney princess animated Disney film. And it follows... Well, when the, when the movie starts, it follows Raya, a wanderer, going through the fictional city, the fictional land of Kumandra, which is a cool little mix of all the Asian cultures in a fantasy world. And it, f- it is a land ravaged by the Droon, which are evil spirits that turn people into stone. And uh, it's pretty much Raya trying to save the world. And let's just keep it at that. Nice. Amazing. Typical premise of a world-saving movie. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. <laughs> um, awesome. Uh, but like we always do, ladies and gents, we start off the reviews with a short thoughts about the movie, one out of five, and then we get into the spoilers and all the conversations that come with that. So to kick it off, Pedro... Give me your one out of five and your very, very small, short thoughts. So I'm a little torn now. I'm between... Because I I did really like it, but I also thought there was more potential than what it gave me. So that's why I'm torn between a three and a four. And I think I'm just going to average it to a 3.5. So my short thoughts on it is I loved the idea of it, the premise of it. But it felt like it was rushed to compress it into a two-hour movie. I think it was so much lore, so much interesting world that they built that it should have been a series. A mini-series at least. It gave me Airbender vibes. And I was like, man, I feel like I want to ride this adventure, get to know these characters. And then by the time, it's done. And I'm like, fuck. Like, the ride ended too soon. So that's what bummed me out that there wasn't enough and i think that's a good thing because they they're on the right track with this story but they just they 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 thought they should have been more ambitious in my opinion so yeah that being said um fuck it i'm just gonna leave it at that (laughs) that's the main thing i I love the characters but i felt that there should have been more yeah i agree i i absolutely agree with everything you just said Uh, i was in the (laughs) same boat with you i'm just like man i really like this movie but there's something missing about it. And it's a good ride, but at the same time, I'm not satisfied. I'm just like, yes. So I agree with your 3.5. It's definitely, it's a, it's a good movie. I, 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 I do say people need to watch this. Um, mm-hmm. But just like you said, there's a lot of lore in this story. And, and, and there was so much given to you. And like, I want to know more about this world, especially yeah. about the Jews. Like, you know shit about them. And right. I wanted to know who they are. I'm like, who the fuck are these things? Yeah. Where they came from? Why are they in this? Why are they in this world? How did they come to this world? You know what I'm saying? Like, I had more questions than I had answers by the end of the movie. Uh, and mm-hmm. that's a good thing Agreed. if you're world building. You know, if you're building something, you're gonna add and <clears throat> give me more. But I don't know if they're gonna give me more. Um, so it it was just an interesting, interesting world that I wish I knew more about. Yeah, 100% um, agree. The characters were great. Um, everybody had their screen time. Everybody had their their moments. I don't. I don't think anybody was kind of. Sh- I don't think. I don't feel that anybody was shortchanged when it comes to story development. Yeah, everybody had their so moments. I, out of the main cast, they all got their moment to shine, and that was fantastic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, like I understood enough about them with the little that they were giving me. Like the little they gave me gave me a well-rounded character, I guess. Like mm-hmm. I, I feel like if if the movie had more time to express and dive into them, 
uh, I think it would have been even better. Uh, but this movie is what, like a two-hour movie? I think. Uh, no, dude, and uh, 107 minutes, so that's an oh hour my and a God. half. Wow, an hour really and forty. Yeah, an hour and forty-seven wow. minutes. It, I it think this movie needed hours. at least maybe like ten hours. I mean, ten hours, ten more minutes. Yeah, I would have hated uh, yeah. it to be a two-hour movie, but I think it's ten more minutes to explore more of the lore and just. You, the you also got to think. You also got to think at the end of the day, this is still a kid's movie and attention span, and they don't want to hit the two hours like you said. They, I, I, I even think that 107, I don't know, I guess I would have to compare it. I guess 107 sounds average for a Disney animated. It's it's not a bad time. I mean, if you think about it, Wreck-It Ralph was super long. That movie was, oh my God. Was it? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to fact check that because it Re- did feel long. You're talking about Wreck-It the second Ralph one, right? Wreck-It Ralph was almost two hours. Yeah, the second one. Yeah, the second one did feel long. But I don't yeah, know if maybe it was, it was just long. the story. Yeah, it was very long. Look at that one. Uh, 112 minutes. It's eight minutes short of two hours. Yeah. You so see. it just felt long. Yeah. That 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 movie itself was bloated. It should have been cut. And short. the first record, Ralph, was 101 minutes. So it's shorter. Yeah. Shorter than this too. Shorter than Raya. I was looking at Toy Story 4, and Toy Story was a, an hour and 40. Okay. Yeah, they, they average at that. It's an hour and a half to an hour and forty. They, they, Soul they was one forty-seven. One forty-seven. Yeah. Wait, Soul was one forty-seven. Yeah. Oh wow. Moana was one fifty-three. Wait, this do you mean should have been one fifty-three? You mean one fifty-three minutes or an hour and fifty-three minutes? No, an hour and fifty-three minutes. Oh, I thought you meant 153 minutes. I was going to go, yo, that's two no, and a half mean, hours. Okay, okay. No, no, I'm saying, like, they, they were 147, like a minute and four, an hour and 47 uh, minutes. Ah, got it, got it. Okay, that makes a lot more so, sense. right here, okay. Moana's, well, Moana was an hour and 53. And it, I thought that movie was perfectly Short. balanced. It, it, it didn't feel long. It didn't feel that long, huh? Nope. So that, it, I, I, it could also be the musicals. The musicals probably get you, like... Wow, or maybe the true. opposite for certain people. That, that, that is one Depending. thing that like that uh, this movie didn't have was music, which usually they always yes. do. So let's get into it because I'm actually going to get into something like that as well. There's a certain type of Disney movie that this reminded me of. Okay. So before we leave, Pedro, would yes. you recommend this to somebody? I would. I would recommend it actually. Yes. What it, about it, the Pyramid Access? Great, uh that's a hard one to say i still would if okay okay if you're really big into movies you got a big family um i think it's worth it because you get to watch it as many times as you want if your kids like it they can watch it on repeat and you don't got to take them to the theater and spend god knows how much on tickets so i think when you think of it that replay value with a lot of people in the household that are interested in i think it pays for itself yeah i agree uh, I, I recommend it also and if if you have a big family, <laughs> it's just worth 100%. it. Hundred percent. Like yeah. just premiere access that shit. Watch it on repeat. You know, kids love that crap. Um, yeah. And you know, if you if you're not afraid to go to the movie theaters, I, I would recommend it to go to the movie theaters if you're not afraid. Like if you don't care and like ah fuck what right. Rona, like half of the people in Miami, mm-hmm. then for sure you know yeah. go to the go to the what Rona, <laughs> you know go to the movies. Um, it, 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 I I went to the movies. And you know, I, I saw. It, I was fortunate enough that it was an empty theater, 
Ooh, so, nice. Yeah, I, I've th- there's just the right time to go. You know, you gotta go in the afternoon, where no one likes to go, and on the weekday. Mm-hmm. So I was fortunate enough to hit all those uh, all those uh, points, and I saw it uh-huh. in the movie theaters, and it, it, I thought it was you know it was a great experience, and you know just to be back again, you know, see that mm-hmm. empty theater, it was great. Um, eating popcorn again, and yeah, I definitely recommend this movie. You guys should go see it for sure. Yeah. All right, let's get Good into show. it, Pedro. Spoilers ahead. Spoilers. We're talking about spoilers now. Spoilers. Spoilers ahead. If you've seen the movie, stick around. If you haven't, look at where you left off and come back. Or if you don't give a fuck, let's get into it. Pedro, what is that that you wanted to speak about? Oh, so we were talking about, you know, there's the Disney movie that's the musicals. And I know Wreck-It Ralph isn't really part of that, but it is a Disney princess movie. That's what this is. And it didn't have any music, which is very interesting. But so this gave me vibes of Atlantis, the Lost Empire, which the reason why is the tone of it. Mm. It's very action adventure, more Indiana Jones than Disney, even though Disney owns Indiana Jones. But you know what I'm saying? So it gave me vibes of that where I'm like, damn, you know, if Disney, any other animation company could have done this and I would have been like, oh, okay, yeah. It, it didn't feel like a Disney thing because it felt like there was stuff at stake. It felt like people can die. It felt, I don't know, it just felt more, I'm not going to say adult, but more teenagery. Let's put it that way. Yeah. It felt more more teenagery. It felt more mature. That's actually what the word I was looking for. It felt more mature. And then the plot was very mature as well. Just the idea of it too. And you had a, a mature girl also. Yes. Who, you know, typically speaking, the princesses are more naive you know, um, uh, yes. but she I, was I would naive. Actually, agree with that. For the she's most a part. world, she's a world traveler. You know, she's on her own. She's a survivor, right. a survivor, straight up. You know. Yeah, and so the great thing about that too is you get her character development as well. You get the naive in the beginning, and then she's like, "Yo, fuck everyone," <laughs> and then. It yeah. sounds annoying because it's like, no, I can't trust. And, you know, from the outside, you're like, come on, stop being like that. But then when you see it, you're like, yeah, of course, I get yeah. you. It makes sense in oh, her, in her And let me do a quick a quick shout out to Kelly Marie Tran for fucking killing that role. Yo, she did a great job with her voice acting. It, oh, my it God. It was so good. I was like, yo, this is like top notch voice acting. And, you know, it's funny that she was recasted like the, the voice. She was recasted the voice of... Um, of of what's this girl's name, the main character of the character Raya. Raya. So Raya had a, a different voice actress, and then they recast her the first to Kelly Marine Tran because it wasn't working. I think out. it's a, wow. Well, there you go, and, and then I can it. see why. Uh, absolutely, absolutely. I was like, man, this chick's fucking awesome. It's unfortunate that that actress got the bullshit that she did due to the toxic Star Wars fandom. We have our gripe with the movie. We have our gripe with the character she played. But, I mean, singling that out to a fucking actress yeah. is absolute horseshit. So, I'm glad that she got something to show that she shined in. So, I oh, hope that sure. this continues a future for her in voice acting or even just acting, period. She's got the chops for it. 100%. Yeah. The, the problem, you know, that, again, the, the, she, got the, she got the brunt of the bullshit from Last Jedi... Because her character herself was some shit in the Last Jedi. Necessarily sure. had to do uh, with her agreed. acting. You know, her acting mm-hmm. was fine, and she 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 was fine at how she was directed. 
but the way she was she directed got, right? and her character was shit. <laughs> so it's yeah. unfortunate that she, you know, she was exposed in a shit movie and shit and directed shittily. She looked like shit also. And like, she's a very pretty girl and she looked like shit in the movie. So it's kind of, it's mm. unfortunate all your shit was in such a high profile movie that it didn't allow you to, you know, develop and do your own thing. Because yeah. fortunate for for the people, like, you know, Boyega had movies before that. Of course, she had, um, you know, Kylo Ren in other movies. And um, so it just That's sucks. That, that, it just that, sucks that was her her, uh, her first one, right? Right. Yeah, exactly. It was a breakout role, you know? Yeah. Um, it, it's just nice to see what she can do with really good material. And she knocked it out the park. At the very least, act, a voice acting wise. But I got a feeling if you can pull off voice acting like this, you could pull off acting like yeah. this. So, so here we go, Pedro. The initial voice actress of Raya was Cassie Steele. Where's she from? And she is most known for being on Degrassi. Never seen it. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Uh-uh. She was in all of Degrassi shows. Oh, well, yeah. Fuck that. I'm not going to know that. I mean, I think they were going for an unknown just to avoid a big paycheck and just to avoid it from distracting the character. That's yeah. one of the things that so DreamWorks she, and all these people always She was uh, Manny Santos in Degrassi, and she did a lot of Degrassi. Like, mm. she was with that <laughs> character for years, and she did it in oh, all well. the spin-offs also. So. They were probably like, "Hey, you want to not be that character anymore? Be a Disney princess." And then yeah. they're like, "Yeah, maybe go back to the grassy." <laughs> <laughs> um, so I, I guess she's most known for, I, you know, if from in, uh, from after after that for being um, uh, in Rick and Morty, she is Tammy in Rick and Morty, which is okay. a bird bird person's uh, girl. Girl, yes. Oh, I know her voice then. She yeah. does that a blonde white girl voice then. Yeah. Like um like the ditzy blonde type of person. At least in the in the Rick and Morty show. In the Rick and Morty. Okay. Got but, it. Well, but but in Rick and Morty I'm, she becomes I'm very glad. serious too though, so Oh, I I, I didn't get that far, so uh you missed it out, bro. I know man. But yeah. So that was the initial voice actress, and to be honest with you, Kelly Marie Tran killed it, dude. She did a really good job. And, yeah. and you know what I love about this type of things of of actors who are in roles that you, I couldn't really tell it was her. Mm-hmm. I, I didn't I didn't recognize her voice that much. Yeah, you know, so which is a great thing as a <laughs> voice actress, as a, or a voice actor in general, just losing yourself to a character that people don't can't recognize who you are. That's it, because you you end yeah. up being into the movie you know you're more engrossed yeah. so one of the complaints now we're talking about the characters specifically i actually had a complaint okay so it's it's actually double i was very impressed by how aquafina did yeah and then Aquafina's i also was and then i also was kind of turned off by the fact that i couldn't unhear that it was aquafina like you were saying so a part of me was like, man, she did really good. Like she had a good range, but I've seen her do great range because I saw her in uh, in that movie that she got nominated for last year. Um, forgot it right now, but farewell. So I I know she's got the chops for it, but it's just at the end of the day, you still were playing Aquafina as a dragon. So I'm like, eh, it's kind of like how they got Eddie Murphy to play Mushu just to act as Eddie Murphy. 
So I felt like they were like, oh, which, okay, so I think it worked because we were young. And I think if we were older looking at it, we would have been like, oh, it's just fucking Eddie Murphy as Mushu. You know, like I, I think and, and, and now and then now we have the nostalgia goggles. At least I'm, I'm trying to put myself in that shoes. But it's, so the, same like it's the same thing when he was donkey. It's just oh, Eddie Murphy as donkey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's true. And it worked. That's true. Yeah, yeah maybe. So I, 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 I think know. it worked in a sense, but I, I do understand what you say that you kind of like oh, it's just Aquafina. Yeah. And, and I know they've done that with plenty thing, of characters. Yeah, I know they've done that with plenty of characters. But I don't know. This one was a little more on your nose for me. And I'm just like, all right, I get it. But, but that being said, she still had great scenes that made me go, all right, there it is. There's the good shit I was looking for. Like once the gimmick wore off, I was like, okay, I got it. Well, the the, the gimmick of the beginning where you're like, oh, this is so awkward. Yeah, where, where, where she's doing swimming with Rhyme. I'm like, ah, oh, this is cringy. Yeah. I'm like, this is so Aquafina. But then after that, like once you get used to the character, you, I, she did a good, she did, she did a good job of not being her Aquafina self. I guess you can say. Right. I, I, I guess you're right. It was the intro that threw me off, and then yeah. she grew on me after. So yeah, maybe you're right. Because at the beginning, I'm just like, oof, this is so Aquafina, dude. Yeah, so uh, I, I remember you and me had talked about it when the trailer first dropped. We were like, oh, the trailer doesn't really look that good. But I mean, Disney does that shit. Because I remember I hated the Frozen trailer, and I love the movie Frozen. So I'm like, ah. And that was one of the scenes I saw in the trailer where I'm like, ah, this isn't good. And I remember not liking the con baby in the trailer. I'm like, ah, oh, this is lame. And then when I watched the movie... And the fucking con baby comes out. I'm like, yo, this is actually pretty fucking funny. And that ended up being one of my favorite characters. <laughs> I, I, I didn't like it when I first saw it. I'm just like, ugh, this is so Disney. Like a fucking baby communicating with yeah, animals, yeah. having bros with animals. And I'm yeah. like, oh my God, this is so annoying. But once she's part of the team, it, just, it feels different, you know? Yeah, because it feels like, I don't know. I guess I kind of got the vibe that it was just her. But once you realize it's a team, it's her and the three. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe that's not the reason why. I don't know. There, there was no, just no. something charming about it where I'm like, you know what? I'm okay I, I with think, this. I think once she becomes part of the team, it just feels different. Because I think if it was just some fucking random ass baby who stole her shit, and then continue, if they continued the gimmick of her stealing the shit, I think it would have made it worse. Because Agreed. it would have just been, yes, oh, this is a right. gimmicky baby, you know? Yeah, the fact that they made her intelligent, an intelligent baby that was pretending to be a Goo Goo Gaga baby made it funny once you realize that i think that's what it was i was just like oh a baby really but then afterwards i'm like oh no it's smart the entire time so this is the character yeah it it, it totally grew me ended up being one of my favorite characters and then they gave her that slight backstory of just like you know her family is dead you're like oh it makes sense why she you know is friends with all these animals oh my god it was so funny it's like where are your parents and then one of the monkeys just does the the the, the pose (laughs) of the prayer i'm like ooh, yeah that's some shit dude what I do like about the, what I did enjoy about this movie is that you know how she hops, she hops from kingdom to kingdom, and she picks up one person from every kingdom. So I yep. think I, I I found you the beat gimmick. me to it. I was actually going to talk about that. You beat yeah. me to it. Yep. I fu- I found that gimmick once um we once they pick up the baby and, and on the way to the Benedict Wong, Benedict Wong's character. I'm just like, and then I see, I'm like, wait, something's off here, and then. 
he says he's alone. I'm like, oh, oh, I get. He's gonna come on a trip now, and they're just picking up everybody from every kingdom. I'm like, oh my god, yep. that makes so much sense. Yeah. So this is how they're gonna I, save I, the world. <laughs> yep, yep. I, I, I actually caught on to it the exact same time you caught on to it. Yeah. I'm like, oh, it's symbolic that they're working together, and I'm like, mm-hmm. that's cool. And it wasn't. I don't know how they did it, but it really wasn't on the nose. I didn't even like I said, I, I, like like you nose. said. I didn't realize it till then. He's like, I will. I think it's when he says, I will join this fellowship of butt kickery. I was like, oh. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I I caught it when when he said that he was the only person in the village. Mm, I'm like, and I sounded like, okay, he's the only person in the village. He's not going to kill her. Oh, he's going to join her. So I started doing that. So I I told the, because I was watching with Jackie and Asai. I'm like, oh, I told Jackie, oh, he's going to join the group. And she was like, and she starts watching him. He joins her. Oh my God, you're ruining the movie for me. Cause I did it. I did it like three times. The first time I did it was um, it's just it's just these tropes that you you just start noticing them every time you fucking watch mm-hmm. these movies. Uh, the first one I told her about was um, when when Raya takes the uh, when they were, she was little, she takes her to the cave with the rock in it. Yes. Yeah. And then as soon as the girl betrays her, I didn't see that one coming. I did not see the girl betraying her coming. I mean, the trailers kind of ruined it because I saw she was the villain, so I kind of oh, knew that. I, I didn't see the trailers, so I didn't see yeah. that one coming. But then, as soon as that happened, I'm like, I go to Jack. Oh, her dad's gonna come. And he's gonna die here. <laughs> oh, you're right. And then it happened, and she looks yeah. at me. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> She's like, "Oh, you saw this movie already." I'm like, "How did I see this movie?" <laughs> I just fucking. It's just these tropes that happen, you know. It's it's actually Disney Princess 101 or Disney Character 101. Yeah, you, you either have, have one, orphans. You either have one parent or no parents. You don't have both parents. Yeah. <laughs> Ever. That's exactly. the rule. <laughs> so I'm like, this is a princess movie, his guy has to die. Like and Yeah. And she's on her own. You saw it in the trailer, she's on her own. So like why would she be on her own if she had a family? Yeah. So it's just, well, it's not just even obvious. the trailer, just the opening of the movie. Oh, I got to say that. That grinded my gears, the beginning. Oh, my God. I hate that shit. I fucking hate when they do that. The very beginning, they do, I know what you're thinking. Well, it wasn't always like this. And then you, pra- <laughs> I could practically hear the record skip. And then it does the flashback. <laughs> That's the only thing that was missing. I was like, oh, oh my, my God, God. It was one of these. And it was pointless to do it. It was, it was really so pointless. pointless to do that. There was no reason for it. It didn't add anything the to only- the movie. The only time that that is ever useful is if you get them in some type of cliffhanger and then the flashback reveals something that'll get them out of it. That's the only way that's ever useful. And they didn't do it this time. So, yeah, no. <laughs> it was so pointless, dude. It was so pointless. And, and that frustrates me because I hate when movies start like that. I'm like, what's the point I, of this, dude? So there, many do that. Because it, when it first started happening, it was like, oh, that's cute, you know. But then after that, it's like, it adds nothing to the movie. There's no value yeah. in doing that. Like, what is the value? They always, they always, I, I, I know the, the rule of thumb is to start an action to get people's attention. But there wasn't action. She was just rolling through the desert. There was no action. There was no fight scene. <laughs> it was just that. I'm like, no, just start explaining it. Like, explain yeah. the world. It's fine. We, we, we could wait a couple minutes. The kids will be exactly. fine. Yeah. I just, <laughs> kids are going to fall I, asleep. Come on. <laughs> I, I, I just hate that trope, dude. It's just... It yeah. just played out. I, I I feel like it would have been better if they would have opened up with them, exp- like, someone reading her a story or some shit like that, or 
or some 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 bullshit like that of 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 explaining mm. the world, you know? Like you know how Moana opened up with, you know, the book, I think the textbook or some shit like that. I don't know what it was. Yeah, I, yeah. I it it, it was. starts off with the lore, the story, right from the get-go. That's all you needed from this. Like That's and then, all you and need. then you 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 cut into her the origin uh, training yeah. or some shit like that, you know? Um but I just I hate that trope, dude. That that whole f- way of filming things is just so fucking annoying because it's. I know it's so no overdone. Point. So no many point. movies do it, and every time, because it oh. doesn't add anything. No, in this case, it really didn't. Oh, when you were talking about the dad, I was gonna say, did you recognize who voiced him? Yeah, for sure. It's a guy from Lost. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot his name right now. Uh, Daniel Day uh, Kim. Ah, uh, Daniel Day Kim. I love that guy, dude. Every time I yeah, see man. him, I'm like, this guy is, he's such a, he's so suave, dude. Like, I, I need him yeah. to be something. <laughs> I need yeah. to see him more. He's so good. I know. I, I'm like, you need to blow up. You need to, I, I was hoping that Hellboy would have been good to get him his thing going, but nope, that yeah. did not work out. Yeah. Better he, luck next in, time. He's in Almost Be My Maybe. Oh, the movie okay. we were talking about today. He's, he's, the, he's one of the guys in that movie. Well, I mean, you know, he had lost, he had Hawaii Five O, and then he left because they weren't paying him. So I don't know. Maybe he'll get a third one. Who knows? He he, he needs something, dude. He because I think he's he's a he's a, one. He's a very good looking guy. So it's it's a miracle like yeah. he hasn't been cast anywhere else. Like he needs to right. be something exactly a rom com or some shit like that, dude. Like he's just he he needs he. I like him as an actor. I, I he's very charismatic, and I need to see him as something else. And from and his, what we've seen, he has a he has a pretty good range. And he killed it. Also, he killed it in his yeah. role. Yeah, he did. He I did. really enjoyed it. So he did a really good job there. Jin, I was trying to remember his name and lost Jin. Yeah, yeah. You, you know. So going back to the story, what the story never explains is what those uh, spirit things are. So they did, but it was the most half-assed thing ever. They said it comes from the darkness of humans. They've always been there. That's it. Okay. And I'm like. Okay. (laughs) Great way not to waste time on the lore there. Yeah. It's like, all right, cool. And then I guess after a while, there was too much darkness in humans. And then the dragon saved everyone. Okay. So, okay. Now that we're getting into that story, a part that I didn't really understand, and maybe the movie didn't explain it either, but I'm wondering why everyone turned back from st- in, in this is the uh, the flashback now this is where the dragons save everyone the dragons sacrifice themselves they all turn into stone and they do the whole trust thing that we find out later on and they save everyone the humans but the dragons stay stone now you get the same thing in the ending but the flip it's these heroes one from each nation they all do it the trust they sacrifice themselves and they turn everyone free including humans and dragons why that's that's what i didn't get unless it's the symbolism of the unity of humans is what was needed to free dragons i don't know yeah i didn't get that part i think that's exactly what it was i think that it needed the humans also to be participate in that action in order to to also trust because yeah because if you look at the other one only the dragons did their thing and it stopped and it saved people but in order for everyone to be saved, everyone needs to participate. And everyone needed to do the trust. Yeah. Yeah. Everyone needs to trust each other, you know? Okay. I, I think I think humans saw the dragons are like this godly thing. 
and like right. they were up there for them. But in this movie, the dragon was there with them, you know, um, mm-hmm. and they were grounded in a sense. And I think with that and the humans and the dragons all coming together is what creates that breaking of that spell. Yeah. So I think that's what exactly what it is. It's just you know what for the first time. Only one section did it because humans did not participate in that at all, um, right? Because they all got they, they all got murked real early. Exactly, they were dead already, um, so they couldn't participate. So then they saved the humans, and then the humans needed to save the dragon. So then they all needed to come together. And I think, okay. and I, to be honest with you, I think if the humans would have came together when the dad wanted to, I think it would have broken the spell. Mm, you might because have been the right. humans weren't were so still. At each other's necks that how can you break the spell if they still hated each other right yeah 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 but yeah, i think they if they all, came uh, together they would have saved each other yeah, yeah. that's an interesting way to think yeah because i saw yeah. it and i'm like wait why is everyone and i'm like but maybe it's more symbolic of the 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 trusting nature of humans now so yeah that, no. that, that's probably what it was I, I just think they they needed the world to come together and to save everybody yeah. and the world didn't come together so I don't know if you got these vibes, but as I'm watching the movie, I went to Orlando and I'm like, yo, Fang is Fire Nation. That's all I kept thinking, dude. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, this chick Nomari is Zuko. Just watch. <laughs> it's That's Shula. the vibe I kept getting. Yeah. I was like, Fire it's Nation. What it was. Zuko. Um, yeah. <laughs> I'm like, she's she's trying to trust again. But then the mom just keeps going like, nah, fang first. And that's it. Keeps poisoning her head, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I think that was another interesting point of, of, of this whole thing. It was like everybody had this thing of, of, of how to survive. The fang were the smart people. And they, they figured out ways to With the save themselves intelligently. The the big guy, um, Benedict Wong's people were fighters. So they tried to yeah, so- fight. And they got destroyed instantly. Absolutely right. Which they make fun of them in the beginning of the show. Like, oh, what are they going to do? The meatheads. Like, they were they were like the barbarians. So it's like, yeah, no. And then, yeah, they get murked. And then the other one, well, I forgot the other what they ones were. That were in, th- there were the ones that lived on the water, though. They were pretty smart. Remember yeah. the whole one was where, where, where the baby's from. I can't remember which land that is right now. Yeah, I, I think that one was just them. Talon. Th- Talon. I just looked it up. So Talon was the one that lived on the water, but where they, I think their village was already on the water, right? Uh, I think they made it onto the water uh, because they also had that gated area where they would put their prisoners to get stoned, which is where that twist was that the old lady was even worse than the other guy. Yeah, but so part of the, the reason why. I mean, I mean, you you and I were in agreement on this. Part of the reason why I think that this should have been a miniseries instead, we already agreed that the Fellowship, I'm just going to call them that, the Fellowship, they were properly introduced and they got plenty of character development, which I guess for many films is enough. But I actually wanted to know more about the lands themselves. I wanted them to spend, in my in theory, a couple episodes in a land, like get to know yeah. what Talon was in this. And then maybe like a whole episode where they're like, oh my God, you know, the old lady got her... Uh, got her what are we gonna do save her like i don't know more drama more more exploration of the each town and that's what made me think that even the character which was i guess the original king that was the one that i guess was like flexing or like yeah kind of douchey and he ended up turning into stone and you had the flower guy i'm the flower guy (laughs) 
Like, I'm like, man, that's it. Like, we just got the character for five minutes and he's already like, like I don't know who yeah. this guy is. I just know he seemed like a fun, douchey character, but I didn't get to know him. So that made me think, damn, an episode of this would have been pretty good. And, and Talon was the most interesting one because it was full of degenerates and gambling and all this oh, shit. Oh, that's right. Know? Yeah, they were all the so, con artists, of course. We got exactly. the con baby. They're the thieves and shit. So it would have been interesting to explore how they managed to survive also. Because if they're conning everybody, then everyone's getting conned. And how everyone's going to survive if everyone's fucking taking yeah. something for somebody. I, I, I think they were going for like... Uh, what am I thinking of? Like the marketplace areas. You know, you go through the streets and it's like, oh, hey, here. Hey, buy this, buy this. Mm-hmm. And it, they are conning you in a way. It's like, hey, uh, 10 bucks. Oh, how much, you know, like like that. They just put it to to 100 for the yeah. sake of Calm Baby and all that. But I, I understood where, um, um, what's the word I'm looking for? Where, where the inspiration for these places came from, which is really cool. Yeah. You, you know what? One thing I, I didn't understand from the movie is that why everybody, when they were turned to stone, they had that, that prayer pose. I never understood. I don't that. know. I think that's a reference to the actual statues in Asia. I could be totally mistaken, but that's the vibe I got. I think they were referencing that to where those statues came from. Because I guess... Sure. But but the, what I'm questioning is why that pose? Because they were doing know. something else and then they turned to stone and they turned into that pose. It's not like they right. were frozen it- in... A, what they were doing what they, they were doing so, yeah converted to that pose you know yeah yeah I, i'm sure there's some something obviously there's something symbolic in there but my i guess if i had to just pull a explanation out of my ass i would say it probably had to do with uh because that seemed like a pose where you offer something to someone so maybe that's like oh offered my soul and i'm fucking done i don't know that's just me mm-hmm. pulling something though I really don't know. I would love to see the because Disney does really good the art of books. I would love to see the art of Raya and the Last Dragon to see because they explain certain things like that. So I'll I'll, I'll do some research on that because yeah. I I was also thinking the same thing during the movie like why that pose and I totally forgot to look it up. Yeah, they all. Um, they all, the, the they only all time that rule the only time that rule was broken was at the end to show where they all hugged each other. That's the only time where they broke the rule. And I understood why. Because they wanted it to look like they were all together. The main mm-hmm. group, the, the kid was hugging him, her, hugging Raya. Um, he was holding the baby. All that stuff. When they all turn into stone at the very end for the sacrifice. Yeah. That's the only time that rule was broken. And I understood why. Because you wanted to show that they were together as one big statue. Hmm. Yeah, that, that was the curious one, man. I guess that post has to be offering or some shit like that, right? Giving that offering. Yeah. Cause it's the only thing that makes sense. And you yeah, know, another thing to be like, the there's supposed to be the corruption and the evil inside humans' hearts. So I don't know. There's gotta be something like that. Some type yeah. of offering. I also like the you know the, the religious signs they did they did what is it like that or something like that oh yeah thing. yeah they would they would do the orb they, they were doing the orb uh because yeah. that's what they worshipped the orb and it was pretty much like thank you for your sacrifice it was yeah yeah, yeah. It, it definitely that's a gave was great. yeah yeah definitely i i liked it especially that scene so you know you think uh what was her name again let me look it up uh namari you know, at this point, Namari, oh, the villain, the big bad. But then there's that scene where you see her, like, quietly go into the field where all the dragons are turned to stone. And there's that quiet, like, moment yeah. 
where you that know like amazing. the somber music and then she does the pose and then the camera goes out and you get to see it i was like damn what a great fucking shot yeah it was so good dude that respect you know everybody respected that yeah 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 that's true everyone was like you know they worshiped them they, they were what saved everyone and then of course the greediness of humans still kicked back in but it was very good um yeah. <laughs> something i found really funny so tuk tuk which was the armadillo that she had <laughs> yeah did you saw who did you saw who voiced it yeah how that fucking guy, random the alan tudyk is a fucking voice actor fucking genius alan, dude. i love alan everything tudyk. he does I love everything yeah. he does, dude. He's so good at, at voice acting in general, man. He's just so. I ob- obviously no no normal person would ever catch that it was him, but when I saw his name in the credits at the end, I'm like, who? Who were you? <laughs> and when I saw Tuk Tuk, I was like, you gotta be fucking kidding me. They put him making those little little noises. This fucking yeah. guy, man. Like, okay. <laughs> He's so fucking good. But I mean, hey. Uh, what else has he done for Disney? Well, I know he did K two. I'm sure he's just on that Disney payroll. Like he hey. also he's the weasel in um, Zootopia. No shit. Yeah. <laughs> Another weird yeah. fucking noise. Yeah. That's so funny. He's oh, done yeah. other stuff, dude. His voice acting is fucking. On so point, he's some man. random characters in Frozen too. He was a guard. He was a uh, a soldier and some leader. Just random. Yeah, he's just on their payroll for like random shit. In Moana, he was villager number three. Whoa, that big guy. <laughs> oh, and Hi Hi. So he was the voice of the uh, the the rooster, or chicken, turkey, whatever the fuck it was. I can't remember. Yeah, right the now. rooster. The rooster. You're right. It's Hey Hey. Oh man. Hi Hi. Hey Hey. Hey Hey. Thank you. So interesting. I did not know he had that repertoire. Yeah, he's a he's a great voice Ooh. actor. It's like yeah, Benedict definitely. Wong, dude. Whenever Benedict Wong pops up somewhere, I'm like, oh my god, he's Benedict Wong. I love that guy. Oh, dude, I, I knew his voice instantly. So I had forgotten that he was in it, you know, from the trailer. But when I heard that yeah. voice, I was like, oh my god, this fucking guy is here. <laughs> he's yeah, so he's good, great. dude. Yeah. I love him so much, man. He's such a great actor, too. Oh, shit. Sandra Oh was Namari's mother from the Fang Land. Ooh. I did, I did not, not recognize, recognize her. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. That's so she great, was dude. The an- she, she was the antagonist. <laughs> That's good shit when you don't fucking find these actors, dude. No, you not at all. Yeah. It's perfect. But yeah. Any last words, Pedro, about this movie? Uh, No. Uh, I mean, the more we talk about it, the more I realize how much I really liked it. But the only reason why I'm dropping it that 0.5 is just because I saw more potential. And I felt like yeah. they didn't tap into that. Just yeah. for that. It's really just me more of like disappointed that they built such a nice, well-rounded world. Great lore. And the ending great. got glazed over. And and yeah, and it felt rushed. Oh, I will point out one more thing. I didn't like when Aquafina's character died, when Sisu died. I don't know. I felt that there could have been a more dramatic way to it. It just felt so like, really? That's it? Really? You're just going to argue and accidentally get shot by an arrow? You're a fucking dragon. Really, it's, of all the ways. I, I guess it's just to symbolize what comes after it, right? Because in that moment, Raya doesn't trust anybody. Because the dragon was it, talking it, her down. Yeah, and they, they were trying to, to imply her. that it was Raya's fault, right? Yeah. And then when Raya finally gives in and trusts, you're like, oh my gosh, she trusts. You know, that's what they're trying to go for. 
Yeah, yeah. I got it. I, I, I get it. But I guess the fact that we saw her do such fantastical shit is just kind of like, damn. Yeah. That was like, really? The, That's the like introducing a bad, for... badass character. I, I, the payoff was great, for sure. Yeah, the, the payoff was, was for the ending of her trusting. That's why. That's yeah. why that. That's why that felt so un unimportant because the payoff yeah. wasn't there. The payoff is later. Yeah. Then, oh my yeah. god! It adds up to yeah. Yeah, you're right. The purpose was wasn't that Sisu was going to save everyone. The purpose was that they needed to save each other. Exactly. She was just like the catalyst. Like, hey, open your eyes, guys. You need to like stop yeah. being idiots and then die. And then they're like, oh no, we need to trust in Sisu's sacrifice. <laughs> It, it it all makes sense. It just still felt like, damn, really? It, it needed more the, power. That's what you guys, yeah, there needed to be some more power. I was just kind of like, oh, she's dead. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I, yeah. It should have exactly. been. So that should have been a Mufasa moment, and it wasn't. It wasn't. It, it wasn't. wasn't. It should have been a move. It should have been like, oh no, oh, no. now what? It's, it, it, instead, yeah. instead, I was like, oh, she'll be back. She'll, she'll yeah. be wait. Like, they didn't even show a scene of, like, her dead body there or something, like, really dead to yeah. make me go, oh, fuck. They, they didn't do the Mufasa. <laughs> they didn't do the Mufasa, exactly. You know what? That's what it needed. It needed a final shot of her, like, still, like, oh, shit. Or, or, or her kind of, like, 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 like a crying face or something like that of, like, like why? Something. Like, yeah. Because then she, she just disappeared into the water and you're like. She, she disappeared okay. into the water. You're right. Yeah. Th- there was it. no, um, I don't know what word I'm looking for, but there was no closure to it i don't know yeah i don't know what and, and, and those bubbles started coming out after that was it after that or was it later i don't remember no i think the i think the bubbles came out when she was when they were getting revived okay but yeah th- that's what it was because the whole time was thinking, it the earthquake oh, she's come up. was it an earthquake or something that, when she died that is like things started breaking down or something like that i think it was an earth ah. oh the water run dry that's what it was ah. when she died the water the water ran, the, the ran water dry. yeah I guess that was their way of going, oh, no, she's dead. But I didn't really nah. feel that. Nah, I didn't feel it. I didn't, I didn't, because cause the thing is, it. like, what, what? So she disappeared into the water? You know what I'm saying? Like, because like, the I water know, ran dry. I, I, I know it's a kid's movie, but can you imagine if she just would have been in the water and then the water runs dry and you just see her fucking body there? <laughs> That's what <laughs> I thought was going to happen. I'm just like, the, 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 I guess her body's just the, hanging out there. <laughs> And I know some people are probably thinking it's a Disney movie that didn't stop Mufasa. <laughs> yeah, exactly, dude. That if you never saw Mufasa, you you have never felt the pain, especially right. with Simba going to the body and crying, and and even trying to lift his paw and everything. Yeah. you felt it. That's it what needed, gave you that potent. Yeah, that gave you that power. Yeah, we, so we that's needed what that it was here. missing. That's what yeah. it was missing. The way that she died wasn't bad. It was the fact that there was no oomph moment yeah. at, at past that you're right i, I think i think if, if if they should have just needed a shot of, of like a betrayal face and for you to be like oh no you know <laughs> like cause her like don't don't give me her dead body there just give me a face like like going down like what why mm. why is this happening and mm. i think that would have been would have been uh, and or her doing that and just disappearing to the water oh my god like bing bong oh oh like oh, that would have been god. epic Damn, when Bing Bong disappeared, come on, dude. Who didn't cry at that moment? So I, I think they needed something like that of her like disappearing into the water or some shit mm. like that. Like like giving a face of like, why? And then disappearing into the water. And then the water evaporates. Like, oh my gosh, she's gone. You know? She's gone. Yeah, yeah. There definitely needed to be a, a, a harder hitting moment. But yeah. Yeah. You're right, man. You're right, man. Now, now that I'm thinking about it, I'm just like, 
yeah, the the their goal was to hit you with the payoff at the end, but this also should have been a a punch mm-hmm. a, a punch in the gut, a, a, a gut punch for the payoff. Right, right, right. Yeah, you're right, man. But you're absolutely right. It overall overall ended great. I don't know where they can go from here. I know if it's There's a hit, which it doesn't. It doesn't seem like it's a hit. No, but if it is a hit, it it made less money than um the one that came before it. What was that came before it? You mean for Premiere Access? No, 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 no. In the box office. Uh, um, wasn't it Frozen 2? No, no, no. Wreck-It no, Ralph? No no, 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 no. I'm talking about just movie in general. The box office. Uh, was oh. It no. Was it The Croods? You thinking a kid's movie? Yeah. I'm thinking, I, I, think the, it made more, I think it made less money than Croods 2 in the box office. Ooh, if that's the case. It can't be Croods 2. I think Croods opening 2 week, was closer to... Opening week. Yeah, there you go. Yes, it made less money than oh no, Tom and Jerry. That's what it was. Um, it made less money than Tom and Jerry on its first week. Yeah, that's not good. That's bad. That's that bad. Is bad. Because they're so, going by they're going by theater. Um, I wonder if they included Disney Access numbers, but I no, mean, no, no, no. Box office it, doesn't include that. Doesn't include that. Right. But it, it, it's one of those things where it makes you think, right? Uh, Tom and Jerry made 14 million on his opening weekend. That's a lot of money. That is a lot of money during the pandemic, because the most of the movie ever made in the, during the pandemic was like five million. Mm-hmm. So Tom and Jerry made 14. That's big. Ryan, Ryan the Last Dragon, in his opening weekend only made only made uh 8.5. Mm, yeah. Oh, so, so check this out. So budget over a hundred million. They just say a hundred million plus, and its box office right now is fifty three point three million. They only made half. That's bad, and that's so unfortunate because this is a fucking solid movie, dude. Like, with a lot of potential for sequels yeah, if they really want to go that route, or even prequels. Like, they could do anything. Like, it's yeah. such a great world. You could do spinoffs. It, it's it's yeah. It, it really it actually gets me mad knowing that it made so little money because so it's, it's just glorious gloriously yeah, animated it, and yeah yeah it is beautiful it's a beautiful movie but it's one of those things where it makes you think like all right if it made only eight million in the box office that means how much money did it make in premiere access in premiere access yeah but i don't know if they'll release those numbers i am curious about they that, never though. will they never will but it was Assholes. one of those things where like how much did it make you know I hope it made enough for it to be, you know, kind of yeah. break even at some point. Yeah, there are certain movies that COVID has benefited, <laughs> yeah. that got, you know, HBO love. And then there are some that it's totally destroying. Like, I think Tenet got destroyed by COVID. Raya got destroyed by COVID. Uh, I guess maybe Mulan, even though no one really cared for it. But still, the fact that yeah, it didn't Mul- make it. Mulan movie. did so bad. But I think Everywhere. this is one that deserved. This is one that deserved some love, and unfortunately, it doesn't seem like it's getting it. That sucks, man. That's unfortunate. No. And uh, it sucks, dude. Um, yeah. Let's see what happens because you know uh, I think Los Angeles, Los Angeles, just uh, I mean California in general, the movie theaters opened up this week on Monday. Oh, so interesting. Let's see how. I mean, it's not going to add anything to the box office, but. Maybe we'll add a little bit something, you know. Maybe keep it up there a little bit longer. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. you know, you could only hope, you know what I'm saying? 
So it's so far has made seventeen million. Oh, domestic. One one more shout out to the actor. So the kid that played as Boone, which was the Shrimporium kid. Yeah, I was like, man, what a great fucking actor! Like, he's got charisma. Where's he from? Did you catch? Did you look him up? I I know where he's from, but I don't remember right now. He I remember was, seeing him before. He was from. Uh, is it called Bad Boys? No, Good Boys. Sorry. He's yes, from Good Boys. Yes, the Asian kid. Yes, yeah, he's yes, the cool exactly, one. Yeah. He was the one that's like, yeah, that's cool. What's up? <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, it's funny that um, I was watching... Uh, like, he did a good job overall. Um, I, I was watching a video of a guy who who recast, um, who does recastings for like different... Who does live action castings for stuff. And he did mm-hmm. one for Avatar, The Last Airbender. And he said this kid will be the perfect Aang. Yes, dude, 100%. Oh, my God, yeah. For live action. Ab- I'm just like, shit. Absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. I'm like, I'm like, yeah, man, he will kill it, dude. Yeah. <laughs> That's one casting I'm not going to say no to. <laughs> no, not at all. Yeah, I, I he, thought he's that good. was he's, great. He, he has range, dude. Like, look at his voice acting in this shit. Like, he did a good job yeah. for a kid. Yeah. He, he, he knows he what he's job. doing, dude. He's a, good, he's a good acting kid, man. Yeah. When I realized it was that kid, I was like, this kid already got range. Look at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he plays a cool kid. Yeah, he plays yeah. cool. He plays crazy eccentric. He had his sad moments here. Yeah. yeah overall, I, I was very impressed by the main, was it one, two, three, four, five, six characters. Seven if you include the baby. No. Yeah, yeah. Seven if you include the baby. Yeah. The good solid seven. That's yeah. It was good, man. It was a good movie. Six. It's just, yeah. it's just like you, like you said, it, it felt hollow at times because there was no development that that allowed it to be better than what it was. You know. Yeah. This movie could have been fucking top notch if they would have just delved into the world more. Yeah, definitely. For sure. But all right, ladies and gentlemen, it. hope you enjoyed this review of Raya and the Last Dragon. You can watch it on Disney Plus right now with Premiere Access, or you could wait till the summer, I think June or July, to watch it. Or if you're thereful enough, if you're feeling on the wild side, you can go watch it in the movie theaters, which is currently out right now. Mm-hmm. Let us know your thoughts and opinions about the movie. Till next time. Bye bye.